Have you ever had an experience where God told you not to return to a place that you once were? Have you ever been invited? Or have you even had an urge to go back or return to a place where you once were, even for a special occasion? Even if you feel that it's the right thing to do, if God tells you not to return or not to look back, such as in the story where Lot's wife looked back and was turned into a pillar of salt, if God tells you not to go back to a place that you once were, don't go back. Growth happens when you're moving forward. There is no growth when you try and go backwards. And when God closes a door, you cannot open it. And you cannot reopen a door that God has closed. I'm Pastor Keith, and welcome to another episode of A Pastor's Passion. Today, I'm going to talk to you about reasons to just visit and vacate. Today, I'm going to talk to you about reasons to just visit and vacate. When you've left a place, and it's no longer conducive to your growth, and you know in your heart of hearts that it's behind you, and God has closed the door, the very moment that you go back, you are being disobedient. And you will feel totally uncomfortable because you are not supposed to be there. You are no longer welcome there, even though you may not see it. And even though it may not seem like it, and even though people may say that you are. Again, when God closes a door, you and no one else should be trying to open it. Let me give you an example. I served at a church in downtown Minneapolis as the right hand to the pastor for 10 of the 12 years that I was there. And even though my family and I have been gone from that church for over seven years, we still love our pastor, he still loves us. We still love the members, they still love us. And my pastor and I still meet on a regular basis. But God had already told me and he had already shown me that his purpose was to grow me to another level. And because he is growing me to another level in the ministry that he has entrusted to me, God showed me that I could no longer return back to the church where I once was for anything but a visit. Again, it's been seven years since I left that church and moved on to other areas of ministry, but my pastor and I have continued to meet regularly to ensure that our friendship and our relationship stays together and his mentorship of me stays intact. But on a recent Sunday, I told my family that we were going to visit. And we all got together and did just that. Me, my wife of 30 years, my two daughters ages 30 and 25, one of our two sons-in-laws, and all four of our grandkids, we all got together and went to the church for a visit. And I hadn't been to the church in over seven years, but the moment, the very moment that I walked into the office of the pastor, it was like I had never left. He saw me, and because of all the things that he is used to handing over to me 
to get done when he doesn't have time to do them himself, he picked up right where he left off seven years earlier. He instantly told me about three funerals that he was facing that coming week and all the work involved in the programs and getting all the logistics done. Uh, it, it was like I had never left there. And to confirm it and to ensure that I received the message, he told my wife the exact same thing. But again, this was seven years later. And for a moment, just because he's my pastor and because he knows that I'll drop everything and help him out with just about anything, for a moment I thought about helping him the way I always had. That Sunday, my family and I went down there to fellowship and to worship God with him in the way that we always had. And all throughout the congregation, people loved on us and we loved on them. And it was an absolutely wonderful worship experience and the fellowship afterwards and even the baptism of my niece afterwards. And it was a truly wonderful experience. My pastor preached a great message on trust and it was truly wonderful to be back at our home church. But the very next day, I went back again to the homegoing celebration of a dear family friend. I went to the homegoing celebration because my wife and I and our kids were in her wedding 15 years prior to her death and my kids considered her a second mom. It was one of those relationships built on love that didn't need words to describe. And she and her husband had just come to our church just a few months before, but she took sick just shortly after that. And while she was on her deathbed, after they removed life support, I went in, prayed, sang, and said my goodbyes. And as I said earlier, God had already told me and he had already shown me that because he is growing me to a whole nother level in the ministry, that I cannot go back to that church for anything but a visit. The day before, we went to church, my family and I, things were great, everything was wonderful. But that next day, at the homegoing celebration, all hell broke loose. God opened my eyes and I immediately start seeing some of the very reasons that I had left there seven years before. For example, I've been gone seven years and the moment I walked back in the door, the first thing I heard was the squelch of a sound system that has still not been fixed. I've been gone seven years and it was still not fixed 12 years prior to that. So it's been almost 20 years, same squelch, Different sound system, I don't care what it is, new sound system, old sound system, the same squelch in a 40 by 40 foot sanctuary. And that's one of the reasons that I just couldn't continue to worship and to operate and not be fed in an environment where dysfunction continued to exist. Number one, my pastor deserves better. For the 10 years that I was there, in the 12 years that my family was there, my pastor and I worked diligently hand in hand. Again, I served as 10 years as his right hand and he deserves better. 
There's no reason that in the 19, almost 20 years that we've been associated and affiliated uh, with that church, that the sound system in a 40 by 40, 1600 square foot room cannot be fixed. My pastor deserves better. So when I went back that day, I started seeing some of the same dysfunctional things that I left there for seven years earlier. And I totally understand and I totally get that sometimes people can't do better. But that's an excuse. It really is. In this situation, it's an excuse. Because when we work to give God our best, He turns that around and gives it right back to us. And a squelching sound system for 20 years is not God's best. My pastor always taught me that the church is a hospital for the sick. And the one thing that I gleaned and learned from his teaching over those 10 years is that even patients, when they're in a hospital, operate with function, not dysfunction. Even patients, when they're in a hospital, have respect for those who are caring for them. Even patients, when they are in a hospital, operate functionally rather than dysfunctionally. Hearing that squelching sound system, the next day after I went back, rekindled the anger that I had seven years prior to that because of the way that I saw people functioning in dysfunction. And it got to me. Nothing had changed. In seven years that I had been away, it seemed like absolutely nothing had changed. And there's no growth in that. This is a message about visiting and vacating because you cannot go backwards to find growth. You have to move forward to do it. So at the homegoing celebration for a dear family friend, which was one day after my wife and our family went there and we had an absolutely wonderful time, great time in fellowship and in worship, and even in the baptism that took place afterwards, one day later, I got up to say something at the homegoing celebration and the words that were in my heart did not come out of my mouth. What I had prepared in my heart to say about our dear sister being laid to rest and how 15 years earlier, myself and her husband and my wife and her and some friends of ours and including our kids were in their wedding and how he was married to an Ann for 15 years and I've been married to an Ann for 30 years. But those were not even the words, those were not even close to being the words that came out of my mouth. And the words that came out of my mouth was simply God's way of showing me that I no longer belonged there. So in today's lesson, I'm going to teach you, based on my experience, why you cannot go backwards. You cannot even look backwards when God has closed that door and told you to keep moving forward. So here are five reasons that you need to just simply visit and vacate. Number one, obedience. Obedience is always better than sacrifice. You'll find that in the scripture. Obedience is always better than sacrifice. So it doesn't matter what you give, what you share, 
as a sacrifice with others, your obedience in doing it is bigger than that sacrifice. Number two, old familiar spirits. When you go back to a place that you've left and God has delivered you from the stuff that you left behind, if you go back, there is a great chance that you will pick that stuff right back up all over again. Number two, old familiar spirits. Number three, functioning and dysfunction. Number three is functioning and dysfunction. When you give God your best, he turns that right around and gives you his best. So you do not have to function in dysfunction. Number four, disobedience. When you look back and God has told you not to, you are being disobedient. It's really that simple. And one of the best ways to describe that is the story of where Lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt because the angel told her not to look back toward the village that he had just bought them out of. And the moment she looked back, she turned into a pillar of salt. Keep moving forward. Stay the course. Keep moving forward. Number four is disobedience. Number five is no growth. There is no growth in going backwards. The only way that you can grow is if you keep moving forward. I was wrong to return, and I knew it, but I did it anyway, because my personal feelings for my pastor and other members of the congregation and most of that entire church where I served at faithfully for 10 of the 12 years that I was there as his right hand, my personal feelings got in the way, and I was wrong, and I knew it. And I've confessed and repented since then, but you have to stay the course. Be obedient. Keep moving forward. Brothers and sisters, you cannot go backwards. The Bible says going backwards is just like a dog returning to his own vomit. And it's really amazing how true the scripture is in fulfilling itself because that's the exact taste that I had in my mouth the moment I walked in there that very next day. It felt like that I had gurgitated and I was tasting it in my own mouth. My pastor is a great man of God. He's also a solid husband. He's my mentor and I look up to him beyond that which words can even describe. It's a relationship that has stood the test of time and as my pastor, he has never once judged me. Being the man that he is, being the pastor that he is, being the model husband that he is, he deserves better than the level of support that he's receiving from some of those around him in that church. And I can only say that because I know from personal experience, being his right hand for 10 years, the level of expectation that he works at and that he expects from others and I saw immediately the moment I walked in there that he's not getting it. And it's unfortunate because before I left, I made sure that some things were in place, especially with the deacons in that church, I made sure that some things were in place and the training was in place inside the church and outside the walls of the church, out in the real world in the ministry. I made sure that some things were in place before I left there seven years ago that I know were in existence before I left 
but I did not see them when I walked back in the door seven years later. I recently did a lesson that you can find on YouTube and on my website at PastorKeith.org and it's titled, A Man That Walks With God Always Gets To His Destination. That lesson ministered to me after I left the church that day because God had always told me and already told me and already shown me to keep moving forward. You cannot go backwards because, again, the scripture says it's like you returning to your own vomit. And because God tells you to keep moving forward, He will order your steps so that you make it to His destination and not your own. I was disobedient for going back to that church to do anything but visit and vacate. And I know it in my spirit, I know it in my heart, and I knew it the, word, the moment those words came out of my mouth, I knew it. Visit and vacate. So I confessed it, I repented, I asked God for his forgiveness, and I most certainly learned my lesson. So thank you for watching another episode of A Pastor's Passion. This episode was about visiting and vacating, not looking back, not going back. There is no growth in going backwards. Visit and vacate. And be sure to keep up with all the latest episodes of A Pastor's Passion and the three other shows that I do regularly on PastorKeith.org. But also, I'm shooting a film. I'm producing a film titled Street Signs. Keep up with the behind the scenes footage. We just got done filming with Raydon Chong and Joyce DeWitt and there are a number of other actors and actresses participating in this film. As always, I look forward to hearing from you and however you contact me, however you reach out to me, or for whatever reason that you need to get in touch with me. Your email and your comments work to encourage me as I walk this walk by faith with God leading. I know that the next time I see my pastor, I'll apologize to him personally, but he may have already looked over it. But I know that the words that came out of my mouth that day, prompting people to get up and say something and share the love that they had for the sister that we laid to rest, out of me it came out in anger and it shouldn't have. And I confessed it, I repented, and I've asked for God's forgiveness. And when I apologize to my pastor, I know that it will be another moment for him to teach me from the arsenal of wisdom that he has amassed over the years and that God has given him over those years. And again, I thank God that I've learned this lesson. And as a pastor, I know that everything happens for a reason. And everything that happens for a reason happens in its own due season. And I also know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. I'm Pastor Keith. Thank you again for watching another episode of A Pastor's Passion. May God bless you and may he keep you today and always. In Jesus' name, amen.